are listening to Free Beers and a Movie. Nice. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of Three Beers and a Movie. Um, I am Richard Laird and I'm with Colin McKay. And we're once again here at the... Raven in Glasgow. Absolutely. Uh, we're having technical problems tonight, so this may not record, this may record. If you're listening to it, it did record. Yeah, it's good, yeah. So we'll know if you can hear us at work. Yeah, so let's keep one reason for ourselves, who knows. Um, Colin, what are you drinking tonight? Um, I'm back to the land of... of Freedom, uh, Mexico, and I'm <laughs> drinking Corona again t- tonight. Um, I know we always shit my, my drinking Corona, but I, I, you I like, like Corona. I like Corona. I enjoy Corona. I enjoy Corona and Sol and Kesquena. We've discussed this uh, off mic. You, you want to try and find what's it called? Kesquena. Ke- if anyone out there knows where you can buy Kesquena, buy me some. Can you only find it? Where is you can only find it? Waitrose. And you're far too working class to Waitrose. No, I just don't have one near Cumbernauld. Don't have one near Cumbernauld. There must be one somewhere. It's for the Clyde Bank. Right. Okay. Possibly, which is. Yeah, not worth it. No, you like it, but you don't want to go that far for it. I like it. it a lot, and I'm kind of almost tempted, but no, I'm not, I'm not quite. So if anyone can find it for me, yeah, we go for that. Because Richard's not going to. I'm not going to go for it. No, if I'm going to go to, if I'm going to go to that, I'm going to buy something better than fucking Chris Coetta. Have you tried it? I think I actually have tried it. It tastes like piss water. Um, what I am, are you drinking? I am well. I was drinking. We were having computer issues. I'm drinking the Oktoberfest from West. Is that the German brewery? That is a Scottish brewery that does it in the German <laughs> style. Um, it was very nice. I am now on to Samuel Adams. Sam Adams, which is a Boston lager. Is that brewed in America? I think it must be. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's brewed in Ireland. You think brewed in Ireland? No, um, yeah, it's brewed in Britain. No, brewed in America. Is it? Yeah, it's just in America. Possible. Okay. Yeah. Sam Adams is a nice taste of drink as well. Oh no, actually it's not. It's brewed in... Um, oh, Newcastle. Court Street, Faversham, ME13. That be... Manchester? No, Manchester them. ME, where ME is. But where the Faversham is... It's not fucking Boston. It's not Boston. It's fake Boston. Mine's is real. Mine's just from Mexico. Yeah, that's from Mexico. I'm drinking fake Boston. I can see fucking sand on it just now. Anyway, so... As always, we get to get together to discuss some movies, and Colin, your commitment to this is such that you have seen how many movies this week? I've, I've not had a movies. Um, I've, I've seen cu- current movies, um, cinema releases, zero. Zero, yeah. But I, I've, how had, about, I've had a busy week. How about DVD or Netflix releases that are... I've, I've seen... Zero. Zero? Okay. <laughs> There's a real commitment to this, Colin. It's really interesting to hear you I did, react to what I'm talking about. I did watch um, Nightmare on Elm Street, but we'll go to that later. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've had a busy week. I've had a busy week. Yeah. Well, I've had a busy week, but I've still managed to watch stuff. Your commitments are as commendable. Mine is more commitment. Yeah, I'm more committed than you certainly are. Yes. So talk about some of the stuff I've watched at home this week, the sort of new stuff, um, or stuff I hadn't seen before, basically. We're going in a sending order of, of goodness or greatness. Uh, first one I watched was American Greatness. Greatness? Greatness. Okay. Uh, first one I watched was American Pastoral. American Star Edmonton. Ewan McGregor. Yes. And um, Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly, thank yes. you. Um, Is she married to... Paul Bettany. Kevin Klein, no. Not like Paul Bettany. I don't know. I think he might have Paul Bettany. Who's married to Kevin Klein? I don't know. Oh, Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates married to Kevin Klein. You can see why I mix it up. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer Connelly <laughs> is in this. Um, so it is one of the fannings. Dakota? Possibly <laughs> Dakota or L, I'm not really sure. It was, it was a fanning, was in it. Okay. Um, it's also interesting Hugh McGregor's directorial debut. Okay, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He has worked under some good directors, you know, so you can see he worked under Button, he's worked under obviously. Um, the Irishman, or the Englishman who does um, Transporting, sorry. Um, Boyle. Danny Boyle. Spielberg. Do you work on Spielberg? Nah. 
think he has any on this one yet, no? I think he has. Um, but no, anyway, he's yeah, really got nothing good directors. Um, so, and that has rubbed off him a little bit in the film. You see what it's... See what so he's this one was a detective? No, it's basically, the basic premise of the story is that it's a very middle-class 1950s film. I've seen it. And his daughter runs away. Yeah. Did you see the cinema when yeah. it came out? Yeah, and she lives in the old building. Yeah, she's 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 she goes to the nun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Did you like it? No. No, I didn't like it either, to be honest. <laughs> um, it's kind of dull. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Despite yeah. she becomes a gene. Is that what it is? She becomes like a, it's like a, it's, a, it's definitely a cult. Some it's description. A gene. They become the cult themselves. Gene. Could possibly. Yeah, yeah. The gene is just chilling. They won't eat anything. They won't step in anything. They won't bathe to take away from the air and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, it was a lot of nothing yeah. happening, and at the end you had this, it kind of tried to pay on the drama, and just the end there was no like, yeah. Yeah, I didn't care enough at the end of it, I'm yeah, like, I'm just, I, I'm, I felt very dull by it all the way through. I mean, it wasn't a bad movie, no. the acting wasn't bad, there was just... It looked good, the acting was sound, they're all very good actors, um, yeah. there was moments in it you could understand sort of what people were going through, um, but other than I just didn't care about anyone in the film. No. I didn't care if he found his daughter, I didn't care if the daughter got found, I didn't yeah. care about the wife that much, I didn't care about anybody in the whole Because it starts out, he's like the kind of Mr. Perfect in the town, isn't he? Yeah, and he's like the, um, like he's the sports star yeah. who yeah. becomes, yeah, he goes to war right. I think as well, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He goes back from war, we didn't have to fight in the war, and then uh -huh. he becomes like the... No, I do, I actually do remember the song. Yeah, yeah, a bit kind of dull, like kind of not really much to it, and kind of... Yeah, it's... You've been interested when we get you to do it elsewhere. Do you know what is it? It's, it's a safe watch. Well, you see, safe. There's that scene in the hotel room with the girl when she's like sort of asking him to do things. Still quite safe. I mean, it, it was sex and I expected to be honest. Um, it's based on a Philip Roth novel, and I've, I've heard the novel yeah. is a lot better than the, the adaptation. But yeah, so I watched that this week, and I was, eh, I wasn't blown away by it. Okay, uh, I, I had a weird Saturday actually. I watched a lot of, kind of random stuff on a Saturday last Saturday. Did you just have a let's just pick a letter and fucking see what movie comes. Yeah, picking stuff I haven't seen before. I also watched early in the morning. I watched Cooties. Starring everyone's favourite Hobbit. Uh, Charlie, not Charlie Booth. He's not Hobbit, he's Elijah Woods. Elijah Woods, yes. <laughs> um, also That's a catch, he's not Hobbit, yeah. he's Elijah Woods. Uh, also, um, Rain Wilson as well, uh, and again, it was perfectly fine. It was a zombie, it's a school, it's infested, all the kids eat some dodgy chicken and become zombies. They start attacking the teachers and each other. Um, is it's, it funny? It's, it's got moments of really funny in the film. Is it meant to be funny? I think it's meant to be funny, it's, yeah, it plays a laugh. They kind of know. It's pitching itself well. It's nothing spectacular, but it is enjoyable enough. And how it was he's not a hobbit, he's Elijah Woods. He's so fine. It is awesome seeing him play a teacher in a high school horror film. Is he old enough to play a he teacher? He is, I think. Well, I think, he, think he, he is. Do you well. think he's broken that I'm not a child anymore? I'm a no, he still, like a, he still looks like a child. But a teacher child? Kind of, yeah. But he's definitely in his 30s now, so he definitely could play a teacher. Do you think he's like a real-life Doogie Howser? That he would ever be really young? Just forever, never. Probably he'll, he'll, he'll be, he'll never age. He'll be like Benjamin Button, who doesn't ever do anything, he just stays the same. Like, I'll be scared when he does age. It'll be, it'll be a real shock decision. One day he'll just wake up. And he'll be 65. I can also see him play a teacher in the last film when we were doing a horror film that he was in. He played like the student, obviously in the faculty. Yeah, so it was like a great kind of like a subtle emotion of that. But yeah, it is perfectly acceptable, drunken, watching it late at night after a night at the pub kind of movie watching. Nothing in it will blow you away, nothing offensive in it. Based on a Stephen King novel? It's not based on a Stephen King novel, no. Pretty much everything out right now is based on Stephen King novel. But it's not the cooties. It's not the cooties, no. But it's cute and it's fun and it's enjoyable. There's some kind of moments of real good horror in it. Is it gory? It's pretty gory, yeah, yeah. There's a good gory bit in it. I want to see it. Yeah, watch it. I saw it on Sky. It was on Sky download. 
you remember, um, just, just off the beaten track here, do you remember the show that he done when he was talking to the dog? Wilfred. Wilfred. Do you remember Wilfred? Yes. How good was Wilfred? Wilfred's very good. Ballet like, if you've never seen Wilfred, the, the premise of Wilfred is the highs of woods. It's a hard guy. Usually. Yeah, he's, he's got a dog, but the dog talks to him and the dog's actually a man dressed. The dog said uh-huh. that only he can see the dog. And it just basically every every week it would do them a stray. They would just uh-huh. sit about, get get you know stone drunk, and the dog would do them a stray. And it was very good. Have you not seen the one that out soon? It's called um, Happy no. from Grant Morrison. It's like a based on Grant Morrison comic, where it's a, ma- like a, a crazy hitman has got an uh, invisible friend or imaginary friend, sorry, of a pink like unicorn. She talks to him. Oh, it's okay. very messed up and very, very, very fucked up. Who's going to win it? I don't know who's going to win it yet. I'm, I'm from the camp. I'm making it it's now. I think it's for maybe for HBO or Stars, but on the same lines, it's, it's very oh, odd. Oh, not maybe a TV show? No, a TV show, maybe. Okay. It's definitely a TV show, kind of mentality. Could possibly be HBO, but soon I'm not entirely sure. So we say, are we recommending cookies? I'm going to give Mouth Pistol, first of all, 5 out of 10, and I'm going to give Cookies 6. Cookies, I would give. Yeah, I'll give it a 6 out of 10. And the final film I watched this weekend at the at home was one called um, 99 Homes, okay. which stars Michael Shannon, who we love. Michael Shannon, never bad. And also Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Also, everyone's favourite. Garfield. Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also a lot of in it as well. Oh, a better movie would have been 99 Clones of Kate Holmes than Pussy, that would have been oh. genius. It's Holmes, not Holmes. Okay. Yeah, no, no L in it. So anyway, the film basically is um, Michael Shannon for the guy who goes into houses once they've been repossessed, or once the bank has repossessed them, and he basically clears them out, because they're offering out of them. Right. He then buys them the cheap and then turns them around. So it's a repo man. Basically, it's like a high function repo man. Um, it's, it's sort of basically like someone taking advantage of the financial crisis that happened back in um, what it, it, no, 90, like 2000, like the most recent one. Oh, right, like okay. Big short that, that recent? Yeah. Okay. Um, he, throws, he does throw Garfield and his family out of their house. Uh-huh. So things happen and Garfield starts working for him. Right. And it's basically it's like sort of Garfield's soul being corrupted by, you know, he becomes a guy who's probably out of the house and make enough money to right. buy back his own his own family home. So it's twisted. It's twisted, yeah. it's dark. There's some, the moments when I get to people around people's houses are really horrible. Yeah. Like it's really you can see people really it's something you struggle with. You're what if you know how people can do that. Because in his mind and not Garfield's mind and well, Garfield towards the film, but it starts on Michael Shannon's mind is He's not doing this, it's the banker doing this. Yeah. He just he's an agent of the bank and he people come to the bills, so therefore they can throw it out. It's not his fault, it's yeah, their fault. There's a cold hard logic to it. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. it's a job I'm doing. Yeah. That's it. But there's also something that's on the basically the, 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 the sort of basic the corruption of it all. It's, it's a very interesting film, really well acted. Tough watch though. Yeah. It's a tough one. To Does see. it move well? Because it sounds on paper, it sounds like nah, boring, you know, a lot of kind of dialogue and talking. Yes. It moves well, it moves well, it's also quite short, it's only about 100 minutes long, so right, it, okay. it moves at pretty much pace, and it covers maybe only a really short period of time, maybe a month, two months or so, so it's not a huge, right, okay. so it, is, it moves at a pretty decent rate. Shannon is immensely watched. Shannon is immensely watched. There's a couple of moments he did, like, almost monologues in this, yeah. and you, like, you, oh, he's... He's got it's that Tough face as work. well, but it's just the look of him. He, 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 he brings a humanity to this, to this guy who really is a bastard. Yeah. And like I said, the cold hard logic he uses. Do you feel yourself feeling sorry for his kind of No, I don't feel myself sorry for this character. Do you understand this kind of thing? To an extent, there's a third act coming in it that makes you feel, that makes you move away from a little bit when you see something else. But there's one people like, I get what he's doing. He's not doing anything that, he's doing a job, but he's doing it really well. And also, he could gain capital to the bills, so it's it's, it's not 
and then Final Destination had 40, you understand that logic. Is it like a dramatised traffic world and there are souls, no one likes them, they're doing kind a job and they can go home and be like, yeah, I've done a fucking job, I don't, you know, it's not personal, it's a fucking job. Yeah, I mean, he, he basically goes down to like, well, like, like, Garfield goes, you stole my house from me, he goes, no, no, you borrowed £150,000 from a bank, you can't pay that money back, so you've, now, you've stolen £150,000 from a bank. That's how he big down his mind. But yeah, it's a really, I think it's a really decent film. It would pair well with the Big Shot out a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, but think that when you first. When big you Shot is sort of like the lead up to the crisis. Ah, like what, and this is after. This is what. This is the aftermath of the crisis. Because the Big Shot was quite uh, kind of snappy, quirky. Yes. And, and, you know, the editing was kind of pacey and moved ah. a bit a lot. Is is this? Is he less so? Is he less right, so? A, a bit more of a yeah. kind of introspective study. And more. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it boils it down to basically to see the, the effect of this on one man. How is Garfield in it? Garfield again, Garfield quite turning one of my favourite actors now. I think so as well, I think he's making some bold choices. He's showing that, you know, I'm not a pretty boy and a kind of act and he's kind of fucking nice. Robert Parson as well, he's breaking out of his mould to be in and it's like, fuck man, these boys can act, like Axel Ridge. Axel Ridge was good, also Silence, I mean it's a film that does swing and at times doesn't great, but you can't deny his performance in it. He's very, very good in it. The new one he's got coming out where he's he in the... He's played the victim, doesn't he? Yeah, with his first date kind of against the mobile, breathing up that wheelchair. Aye, Ryan Poole being a decent wee, you basically spend your life in a bed. The trailer's sold me, I'm all in for that as well. Yeah, definitely. Garfield's a big guy, it's worth keeping an eye on Garfield, I think. I think he's one of the guys that... We've Oscar nominated already, so... More to come from him. More to come, yeah, definitely Garfield can more to come. Out of ten, sir? Seven. Oh, that, that's strong. Seven out of ten, yeah. That, that, that's Solid World Wars. I'm really annoyed that I didn't see the cinema today. It was only out for about a week. When was it out? Last year, I think. I'm going to see it last year. And I think it pretty much was in and out. The cinema, the one of the films that comes and goes in about a week. And is it on Netflix? Or? It is on... No, it was on Sky, I think I saw this one. Right. No, Film 4, actually. It was on Film 4. Right. I'll check out Film 4. Film 4 shows, if anyone's got Film 4, try and find some stuff on it. There's some really interesting stuff on Film 4 of late. There's been a lot of really kind of cool, random stuff. Like they'll show Congo alongside, you know, like sort of like My Brother Totoro and stuff like that. And I think, you know, and they'll show yeah. Give the Fireflies next to, you know, like Iron Man 2. Yeah. So they've shown a real kind of nice mix and interesting stuff. Ah, uh, they tend on. to get quite kind of. Yeah, I'm still looking out for Four 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 Oh, yeah, I don't you don't like Katie Holmes like no. you should. No, that's no. a racist thing, you don't like him. <laughs> no, I don't like Jamie Foxx. <laughs> my association, I don't like Katie Holmes. Oh, that's a shame, that's ruined Gosling. You should have married Pacey. That, that would have been that. The, the
sailed off at sunset, everyone was happy. Everyone would be good. Yeah. Um, on to sort of the major releases this week, and again, the first one we talk, we're going to talk about, uh, well, I'm going to talk about length again, you haven't seen anything. It's, well, it's on Netflix, but it really deserved a cinema release. Which was? It's a film called Gerald's Game. Gerald's Game. Yeah. Uh, it's based on a Stephen King novel, as, like you said, everything right now is based on a Stephen King yeah. novel. Yeah. We see him in a real kind of purple patch of Stephen King, don't we? It's good, though, because he's got a lot more to offer and a lot more out there that's not been fully explored. Yeah, this, is, this, is, this one's never been put on film before. Never, yeah. Apparently it's been put around for a long time. Is it a... I, I don't know if it's a full-blown novel, but a novella. No, it's a novel. It's a full novel. But just the, the content of it, we're going to get to in a minute, makes it very hard to film. Right, so, no spoilers. No spoilers. This guy in this room. First of all, it's directed by Mike Flanagan. Who directed... Hush. I've not seen Hush. Hush is really good. It's really a horror good. film. Horror film is one of the guys, like the girl who's deaf, getting a house invasion. Really dark, really well done, though, really kind of tense. And also did Oculus. Oh, I like that one. Oculus is really good. Gavin, yeah, yeah, that is one of my favourite horrors of... A yeah, really good horror film. Uh, also did Ouija Origin of Evil. Which is shit. It was better than the original Ouija though. Which was shit. It was shit. This, was, this one, I was I mean, it was shit towards the end, but it had at least tried something. Mm. It failed mainly, but it was better than the original. Okay, but given for Hush and Oculus, fantastic film, really well yeah, worth watching, okay, right? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, the plot of this film is essentially that the husband and wife, Carla Gugino and Bruce Greenwood, are in a marriage, they're sort of maybe hit on sort of like unsatisfying terms at times. Okay. Uh, to, to rekindle the relationship, they go for a dirty weekend at the family farm and the family like sort of lodge uh, up somewhere in the sort of wilderness. Which is in the remote wilderness of yes. fucking Northern America somewhere. I think I'm going to say Maine because it's always in Maine, is it not? Well, right, it's yeah, always, always in Maine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think it's filmed in Maine, but I think, it, I think it's meant to be Maine. But anyway, whatever it is. Anyway, Bruce Greenwood handcuffs Target to Chino to the bed for some sort of fantasy thing, which to each their own problem. Maybe it was arrested, or maybe she's like a drug dealer and he was like no. under arrest and he was under arrest. Anyway, while they're having funny, funny, fun times, and Bruce Greenwood had a heart attack and has a fucking brutal heart attack. I mean, this is this looks really painful. Like, I've seen heart attacks on screen before, and you can tell it's an actor overacting. This looked real and it looked painful and it looked horrible. That's her heart attack. Would be. That's what it looked like to me, yeah. yeah. Look at that look like Were you convinced it's like, oh, yes. fuck, I don't want it. No, no, no. Look, I always imagine a heart attack might be something that might be, it may be painful. Like a wee bit burning, maybe? Oh, yeah, that kind of hurt. And then you yeah. might thought, yeah. now this looked fucking painful. This look, that's how I think my heart like, might more be like, unfortunately. Oh, okay. yeah, it looked really bad. I don't um, want to have a heart attack. No, I don't want to have a heart attack. Also in it is Henry Thomas. Who is John by Walton? No, he is E.T. Oh, right, okay. Okay, anyway, so, he's done it for a on, but anyway. Is it playing earlier? No, he's not playing earlier. Oh. Um, anyway, Ruth Greenwood dies, leaving Caligacino handcuffed to bed. There's no way to escape. So you get into this almost like 127 hour scenario, like she's got to get out from this bed. Or she's going to die. Or she's going to die of like starvation, um, dehydration. So she handcuffed her tight? Handcuffed. Right, okay. okay. Well, that's in film, and, and to make that film interesting was really difficult, and I see why it was unfilmable. So what it does, what the... Everything now in the film is in her head. So she has basically an imaginary friend with herself and also her perception of her husband fighting it out in front of her, giving her ideas of what to do to get rid of it. So it's, it's her brain that's making these things up. You also got a demonic dog who's eating the body of... Not too much madness in this movie. No, it's not demonic, but it's just a, it looks like Kujo, right? It's like, it's like Kujo is eating the body. Is that some bird? No, it's not. But you, you, the guy called it Kujo and I'm like, ah, oh, Kujo! <laughs> um, so, which also I think that you'll that dog can wait for you to die and can eat you. Yeah. Um, also, because it's Stephen King, you have a slight supernatural element to it as well, like you sort of hinted at, but you 
comes clear later on. That's because it's done. She's going to try to escape from this bed. Okay. It's honestly, that would be brilliant. I really enjoyed it. Does it hurt? So I'm going to assume it's around 10, 95 minutes. I think about 135, yeah. 135? No, sorry, I never 35, sorry. Right. I never 35. Does it move? Did, I mean, does it, does it, I mean, obviously, the, the, the location is women bed. Yes, you do get a flashback thing to something with her and her father. Because Henry Thomas plays a, plays a dad, so you see, you see a young version of her. And it's Henry was playing a dad. dad. Jesus yeah. Christ. Right, okay. okay. But then, the, the, the dad's something back in the 70s. Yeah. So it's okay. Yeah. Uh, and there's stuff to do there that you see a kind of flashback, you see something else around there, so that played into what's going on later on. Um, but yeah, for most part it's set in this one room and it's her trying to escape and it's really well done and um, the guy doesn't repeat camera angles very often which makes it really interesting you know, he's constantly right. finding a new angle to film the room um, it's kind of part because she's like debating in her own mind and you see it visually in front of herself in front of herself and the Bruce Kibbe like sort of as her like sort of perception of him yeah. it's, it's almost like a marriage counselling session like a fight out in front of her um, but then you also get a sort of survival aspect, like can't you get rid of it, and then you get a supernatural part of it. So it's like three, three aspects all come together. It's a really interesting, well done movie. Okay. It's got its misery moment, the bit that will make you go, Ow. oh, right, fuck. Okay. Like, like, me and Jill were both working together, and both had to turn away from the screen. Like, I, and I don't turn away from me, I, I watched Big Watch Ends, and I was like, oh, no, no, no! no I can't do I, I, shout, I actually shout at the screen. Is it one of those films like do you start to imagine what the guy do in that situation? Yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. Like I'm gonna go, I just die. I just I just let him go. I like films like that, yeah, projected yeah. films. Okay, so what would that do? Yeah. How would that be? Like it's when I was 127, I'm thinking I want the wrong to hit me full force first time round. I don't be ah, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not gonna come off my arm, I'm, I'm <laughs> gonna dehydrate. I like you taking out really fucking so, early, you know. I'll maybe drink some of my own piss to say I don't like it, then yeah. die, but yeah, I'll, 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 I like you down early. Die, yeah. Yes, I like you taking out very quickly yeah. in these situations, yeah. Um all I didn't like about it so much was the final 15 minutes I thought left it a little bit I, I didn't like the last 15 minutes of it okay you, you see you might like it I is didn't it like silly or is it just it's not silly I felt it was kind of cop out a little bit when it stopped because the stuff happens in it amongst other in a way there's also another part of the story living on right so I don't want to ruin it for you so there's something else going on there the ending of the film, I thought it sort of maybe ruined part of that a little bit, and I felt a bit like, nah. A bit cheated. A wee bit cheated at the end of it, yeah, a little bit. But then I thought people at work around who, who saw it as well, and they loved the ending of it. So okay. it's, it's more you're just whatever you can take from it. Okay. Um, out of 10, so what would you give it? 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10 for Terrence. Eight out of 10. You know, big hit. It's my favourite Stephen King adaptation this year. Really? Alongside Bet in the Dark Tower by a good bit, Bet and I, I enjoyed it more than it. Really? Yes. Wow. I thought it was a better film than it because I thought it dragged at times. I'm going to tell. I'm going. I'm going to send a tweet to Stephen King telling him this. I think he liked. I think he would be pleased about this. What I heard King. He's seen the film and he enjoyed it. He liked it. Wait, I'm going to tweet him about this. Yeah, so Jeremy Renner about the arrows. That's my yeah, yes. tonight. Uh, but no, no, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good film. Eight out of ten, right? No, 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 really. You yeah. made me want to see it now even more. I mean, I have been telling you to watch it for about four days so we can talk about it today, but you did. You've been busy. You have been busy. You've 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 been I'll roll play it while I'm watching it, I'll don't roll play it. Shave myself to bed and watch nah, it. That's a good way to do it, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely not a sexy film, you know, it's not 50 oh, it's shades of like, no, 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 no. Well, I'll shave myself to bed with my clothes on, I won't. I mean, yeah, 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 I mean, any sexy is rude in the first 10, 15 minutes, you know, when we get up, guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. 
So yeah. puts out the Ellis saying, don't, don't, you know, don't get too comfy, but you don't know. watch it before you try and take a lead in the bed, that's what I say, you know. It's not going to do it for you, it's really not going to work. I don't think you can, it's not going to make the moment right, you know, it's, you know, it definitely. It's a passion kill. It's definitely a passion kill. Right. Like I said, the misery scene <laughs> is a passion kill. Like, I can watch most things on, on screen, and I've seen a lot of, like, sort of gory shit on the screen. This got me, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. It really fucked with me. And talking about gory shit on screen, you've seen another film, didn't you? I did, but it's... Do you want to talk about your Nightmare on Elm Street, first of all? No, I want to talk about your, your film. Your My last film I saw... I wanna, the only film I saw in the cinema this year. Yeah. This week, sorry, this year. Excuse me, yeah, here. This week. This week. Which uh, was Goodbye, Christopher Robin. Which is all about the life and times of Mr. Well, Elm. Let's talk about, first of all, it's directed by Simon Curtis. Who directed... Women in Gold. Oh, I like that. I like Women in Gold as well. I like that. I like was such a surprise in life, though, because when I seen it, I was like, I'm telling you where I like it. I like that. Ryan Reynolds had a lot of charm in Helen Mirren. Oh, it's him. So, yeah, that was a good film. And also, we've got My Week with Marilyn. My what? My Week with Marilyn. Oh, no, I've not seen that. It's really good. It's got Marilyn Monroe, I said, not Marilyn Manson. No, Marilyn Monroe. It's got Thingy from Dawson's Creek, not Katie Holmes, Jen from Dawson's Creek. Oh, um. I like her, she's a great actress. Yeah, she's a great actress in Manchester by the Sea or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've forgotten her name as well. That's fair enough. Anyway, she's in it. Anyway, she's in it. Williams, somebody Williams. Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams in it. She's in that. It's a good film. Yeah. This film, um, the Dubai Christopher Robin film, is following 80 million as he goes back from the First World War. His, um, I'm not sure if he's with his son. Who becomes the basis of the Christopher Robin stories and his toys become the basis of Winnie the Pooh stories. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised. Basically, that's the basis of the story that falls on from that and like, how this impacts the life of all three of the main characters. Donald Gleason, who we all like. Yeah. Yeah, like Donald Gleason. He's playing 80 mil. Yeah. You've got Margot Robbie, who is playing Mrs. 80 mil. Who's Still not convinced by Margot Robbie, yeah. And you've also got Kelly McDonald, who we all love. Does she play the daughter? She, you know, she plays like the. The, the nanny. Right. Who's the kid? The kid I don't rec- I don't know him. He's the first film. Okay. Um this film is has been badly marketed because the poster makes it feel like a kind of fun Disney film. Oh and no, the trailer no. makes it look like a kind of fun kind of like um yeah. like you think of Granny see. Yeah. It's got a real dark streak to it. Like a mean streak. Not a mean streak, it's a darkness to it. It's like a very fucking beast No, no, one, no one is shagging Pooh Bear. No, <laughs> no one's doing that. But Donald Gleason is suffering from PTSD from World War One. Because every, every time there's a bang in the film, he freaks out because obviously he's from yeah, the, from the gunfire. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Margot Robbie's living in this world where she's like maybe born in the like, closet. It's like 1927, I think. No, it's like 20, 19... When was World War One? So same at 1919, 1920. So right. she might have been maybe about 25 years. She born at the end of the 18th century. Start. So she doesn't know. Well, 1900. Sorry. She doesn't understand biology, for example. So she gets pregnant, doesn't really know how a baby comes out of her, and that fucks her head. The idea of a baby will come out of her the way it comes out of her. Yeah. So she's like sort of this sheltered life as well. And because that, she can't connect with her son. So the, the, both of them rely on Kelly McDonald's character to basically be the sort of the, the bringer up of the child. He's a sort of he, she raises the child, and, right. just, and any sort of love and relationship that the kid has got is with her. Okay. Everything towards the dad is sort of fleeting, and the mother is almost standoffish. Doesn't really want to deal with the boy at all. Right. All um, are very good in the film. I would say Donald Gleason's excellent. He plays a, a young guy quite well, or very well actually. 
Um, Margot Robbie is good, not nothing against me. The accent is a little bit, I was unsure of the accent, it did throw me for a lot of the film. Um, the star of the film is Kelly McDonald. Yeah. She is, I wouldn't be surprised she got me a couple of three kind of BAFTA nods, or even Oscar nods for this, for film actress. Really, really solid role. Okay. Yeah, really solid. Is it, does it feel quintessentially English? There are a lot of very English moments in it, yeah. yeah. They're playing cricket and they're eating scones and tea and all that stuff. Yeah. And, but it, it, it feels like it should be 1920, 1930s in England. It feels actually probably that would be, you know. Is it? To me, it sounds like a story that doesn't necessarily have to be told. Like, no, it doesn't. You don't really give a fuck. He, he wrote some nice books. Fucking leave it there. The interesting mean? point, the interesting thing about the film is not so much that he wrote the books. It's Lucia with the son, because the son came to really to hate the books because the, the poor character was something he asked his dad to write. Can you write these stories? Mm-hmm. And his dad like, would watch him in the forest playing these toys and wrote these stories about his adventures. Then when they released the odds, the boy became like the most famous boy on the planet. Yeah. Because everyone wanted to be him, but he didn't want to be that, he wanted to be a boy. But the family just sort of like, or the mum and dad basically, didn't care, they sort of allowed him to be taken over by the world. So they made, they had doing like, like 20 phone hours a day and stuff like that, and then doing competitions to go and eat lunch and dinner with like people who had a competition, he was like, the real Christopher Robin and stuff like that. So it's quite an interesting thing about how this boy dealt with the fame, it's like sort of, we're going to become a bit of fame back in the... So we see like a post-Victorian Macaulay Culkin or even like that level of fame, it was like everyone knew this kid. Right. Um, so much so like he, like he's called, he's born Christopher Robin, but his actual name, he, he, he used to go by the name of um, Billy, Billy Moon. Right. Actually that's the name he went by. Okay. And Christopher Robin appears in the book because that's his given name but not actually his name. So. Everyone, used to, everyone would, you know what, if we went to like Golden School or if we went to anywhere, people would find out who he was and they basically blew the fuck out of him because he was... Because he was just when, when he was older, yeah, so it's a really good start myself. when did, when does when they recruit him in there? Well, early on, because the whole bit, I mean, maybe the book's about, the film's about how the book getting written and how right. the father wrote the book for his son and stuff like that, yeah, but it's like how his father interacts with his son and how... Does it have, like, Song of the South style animated no. movies? No. See, that'd be a bit wanted, that he wanted, no. Yeah. I, no. I think you'd make a better film. Because, because, because you get, bigger, you get to see, see Tiger bouncing about in the background. Well, but as we hint to, like you know, it's something like you know, we should call the, we should call the, the, the donkey E or why gets a funny name or right. you know, like why, why these tigers do this? Because that's what tigers do and stuff like that. You get so all, all the basics. Wonderful things. Yeah, the, course, so all the yeah. stuff in the one of the books is in, is in the film. I think that film sounds better. Like you just have we, we animated fucking rabbits hopping past and shit now and again. I actually really liked it. Like more I thought I would. Like I, I went into thinking I might not, or I might think it's quite a grab. It sounds slow as fuck. It did. And I don't mind a slow movie. No, right, it, this it, sounds it was like slowish. Fucking slow. But there is an emotionalness to it. Like particularly with between the father and son stuff. You know, like the father treats his son like a friend. You know, so like you shake hands with him. He won't hug him, you know. Yeah. But I didn't even think of him. I've probably hugged my dad. I think I don't think I have. To be honest, he's like, yeah. So maybe it's not that normal, not that uncommon. But this far definitely kept his son at a distance, and it felt like a very. Yeah. It was, it was, the movie, if it was lovely, it was a, in a show in a very odd way. I take it the cinema is one of those ones where it's just a day for silence and people are focused and uh-huh. it's intense and you know there's no fucking coughing and shit like that going, it's just sort of being a was, I mean also I did go see when I got kind of a Tuesday after, Tuesday night about 5 o'clock, there were about 4 people in the cinema. Were you the youngest person there by any chance? I wasn't actually, no. Were you not? No, I was wow. not. Wow. There was a young couple on a date there I think who were there. 
find a way around the wrong movie. Possibly, yeah. Possibly, yeah. You better go to Epic and then you won't get the wrong one, <laughs> possibly. But here now, let's just sit down and get it on. But no, I actually really liked it. I thought it was a, a real emotional punch. The, the way it goes into PTSD, particularly, and also fame, and the kind of masculinity as well, with like fathers raising sons and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and also, the, just general family dynamics, you know, that was really interesting. Um, and I thought it really, it really worked for me. Like I said, Kelly McDonald stole the film. Oh, it was good. She was really good. Excellent hey, film. Did you get seven? A seven out Solid of ten? Solid seven. You fucking generous. I am generous today. I watched the film, I enjoyed it. It didn't... I, I didn't stay with me much longer than it couldn't get to the bottom of the stairs. But then we got to the bottom of the stairs, I saw Tom Petty had died, and that basically hit me harder. But the film itself is still it's a solid watch. It will be a, it will be a bank holiday in Monday watch. Um, did did Joe go and see you? No, nope, just myself. Okay. Yeah. Um, definitely a bank holiday watch. Yeah. I'm never going to watch it. I know, I know you're not. But I, 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 I watch it. Donald recently we should stick to Star Wars. True. That's all you watch is Star Wars. I I watch it because <laughs> I like to have a full range of things to watch. Okay. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was, I thought it was a decent film. Not for everyone. Yet. People have been very boring, very dull, but I actually quite liked it. Cool. Okay. So, um, good for you. Someone's yeah. got to keep the British film industry alive. True, I am as well be fucking you. It is a quiet week at Cinema Street. There was one that our film out that I didn't get a chance to go and see just for the time. Which um, was Flatliners, which did not screen for critics, which um, was never a good sign. No screens for it at all, yeah. Um, I think IMDb currently has it sitting at a five, and that's just user reviews. There is no critic reviews in IMDb either. So I think it's... Could be a bad one. Possibly, but I, I still want to see it. I want to see it as well. I love it as not a lot, so I think I can hold to myself to see it, but I'm not I'm, holding out I'm any... I think the recording would be that great. Did you like the original a lot? Yeah, I did. Is it one of the faculty films you remember it better than it actually was? No, I think it was that good. I really, I really do. Um, think of the cast. Julia, Julia Roberts is good. No, I saw the cast of the night. Um, Saul and Jerry and all the plants are for that. Yeah. No, it gives a big deal back then. And I think that that's probably it didn't need to be remade. And they've probably fucked up the remaking. But we'll yeah. see it. I want to see it. So yeah. We'll definitely have a chance to do something special. Yeah, or something different than what you expect. This is quite a week, week. This is quite a quiet time of cinema. This is kind of the low before the Oscar hits. Yeah, yeah, it is. Come November, come in October, November, December, that's been all the kind of big Oscar hits. Yeah, yeah, right? big So we've had the blockbuster, silly season's out of the way, we low and then let's get serious. Exactly. Yeah. You know, Oscar baits kind of coming up, so yeah. definitely. Yeah, so I've seen, um, I've seen Man Elf Street this week. The original or the... No, I've seen the remake. Why um, do you want to remake Man Elf Street? I don't know, me and my brother were just bored and we were just fucking through shit. You could have watched Jenner's game instead. And we were fucking through <laughs> shit. <laughs> I know, but it was him as well, I couldn't, I couldn't donate. Um, and um, we just decided, let's, because we kind of remember, both, we'd seen it when it first came out. And we both had this memory of it being not that good. And we thought, let's, you know, watch it again, because we couldn't remember much about it. So we started thinking, well, why wasn't that good? And we rewatched it again. And it wasn't that good because it's shit, yes. it turns out. Um, it's got not a bad cast, though. Nah. Jack, Jackie O'Hare. Rooney Mara's in it as well. I, she doesn't do a fucking lot in it. No. She, she's not. She's not Clancy Brown's in it as well. Clancy Brown was, again, he's in it for 10 minutes. So Connie Britton's in it as well. I like Connie Britton. Um, it's, they can't run any cast or memory. Well, no, no. You don't remember people. Um, and Jackie is Freddy. He's, he's a great actor, but what I noticed when I was watching it is he's so heavily made up. He, he can't act through it and no. it just becomes a mask you watch another time whereas Robert England had an act acting through the mask you, you, you could see him in there as well and it wasn't just you know, prosthetic all the way yeah. and they missed that with this one and it's just becomes you know like, like, 
mean, do you not know if it, Greg don't know if it's a guy called, let get his name for you, first of all, Juan Carlos Avares. No, it was not. No, it was It was um, a guy called Samuel Bear. Who directed... That is only the only thing he's done. All do, you know, do you know why? Because he's shit. Yeah. Right, that's why. Did it feel like a music video? It didn't feel like a music video. And it didn't... The, the best bit in the whole film, and it's at the very start, and it opens up in a kind of restaurant scene, and you can see... Um, like you see the light shining on a teapot, and it's kind of green and red, like Freddy colours, you know what I mean? And yeah. that was the only good bit of the film. All oh, that was fucking terrible. Oh, so the opening 15 seconds of the film had me, and then Freddy, it was downhill. And I wanted to like it because I love horror, and yeah. I love Freddy, and I like Jackie, and I, I quite like Rooney Mara as well. I, I don't mind her either. But at the end, you just like. You, after half an hour, you just drift away, and by the end, you're like, I don't know. I don't care enough. It's done good, I'm glad, and that's it, forgotten about. So, yeah, it was, um, w- was there a point, was there a need to remake it? Is a big question, and the answer is fucking no. You also watched Sonic Highways, Foo Fighters? Oh, yeah, the Foo Fighters documentary detailing um, from, Sonic from, Island, then to, from then to now. No, it goes back to. Um, obviously, Kurt Cobain dying, Dave leaving Nirvana, starting the Foo Fighters, and then charting their career up until pretty much present day. Very fun watch. Um, they're all lovely guys, all the Foo Fighters. They are, they are a lovely so fan of rock, aren't they? Old members, new members, and it gets, you know, you get kind of backstories that know about, bits about kind of Kurt and stuff like that as well. And overall, if you like music, watch it. If you like Foo Fighters, definitely watch it. And if you like Dave Grohl, then you know. Do they have that thing when like a thousand people play the song? No, oh, that's my that's my favourite thing. I haven't done that. Like, I love that. Like, yeah, yeah. But um, a lot of music in it, a lot of funny anecdotes, and Dave Grohl's. He's, he's got a charm about him. They do seem to be like one of the nicest bands in rock. Like they seem, to, they seem to really appreciate where they are and what they're yeah. doing in life. And well, I think he does. Definitely. Um, without spoiling it, but so we ended at the very very end of it because obviously all this rock and roll lifestyle. Oh. And the end scene is Dave Grohl basically sweeping his kitchen floor. Oh, and it's dead like, nice. yeah, do you know what? I, I, get, I can imagine him doing that, yeah. Yeah, you're a fucking rock star, but the doors close, you know. He's still house. dad. Yeah, he'll be a dad, exactly. he'll be a, a husband. Uh, that was a nice weekend. Uh, no, sir, watch it. And, watch it. And, and I had, it's been on my Netflix list for about a year, I think, and I keep meaning to watch Stick it. On. Um, so, is that us done? Wait, you, what have we got out next week? Next um, week, we have out. We've got Blade Runner 2049, which yeah. I'm going to see tomorrow. Okay. Um, I watched the first Blade Runner last night again. You were woefully disappointed. I'm all, I'm, I've seen it before, and I just, I don't understand the obsession about We'll get into this more next week, but I don't understand the obsession about Blade Runner. I think it's a generation thing, but yeah, we'll cover it. Possibly, yeah. We've we'll got the mountain between us. Oh! I just held by Kate, Kate Winslet, crashed the mountain, and we're to save each other. Looks fucking terrible. It looks snowy. Yeah, snowy, but fucking not in a wind river kind of snowy, but no. shitty snowy. It looks like a shit alive. Yes. I'm not sure, this one Polanski did. I'm not sure, maybe, can't remember, because he's a Polanski film recently. Yeah. 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 Oh, the Blade director? Oh, she's a very, very talented lady. She, I, I like me a lot, I didn't realise this. Um, the trailers have got me completely yeah. fucking out. It's Captain Fantastic, it reminds me. A little bit similar, on, similar yes, very much yeah. on. I love Captain Fantastic. Yeah. Like, I love but it's based on a true story and a book 
as well, the members of the person, of the main character, Peter Larson. Not 100% sure, but yeah. I know, it looks like I'm trying to film. The fact that Peter Larson directing it, he's like, she's been productive in a, in a young she's life. She's still young as well. Yeah. yeah. She's truly... Really well, I think she got an Oscar already. She's yeah. like, fuck, I can do what I want now. So, yeah. good. Good on her. something good. Good on um, Also, still out is Victoria and Abdul. Nope. Nope, not going to watch it. No, no, uh, no, no, Home no. Again. Nope. Nope, no, 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 watch no, no. And Flatlines is still out as well. I'll try and catch We also have out, I think next week, um, on preview, is Lego Ninjango. Ninjango. Which, I hate the TV show, but the trailer for the movie is so exciting to me. I'm like, I want to see that, but I hate the show so much. Because the kids watch it sometimes, yeah. and I watch it, and I'm like, this is the worst fucking Lego program I've made yet. But the trailer for the movie looks good, maybe they've just captured a Something in the middle, right. Yeah. See, I think I might like it more, because I like the Lego film, because there's no real character, it's, it's sort of, a real character completely in now and again. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of the Batman one. Like, I was kind of, at the time it was funny. Yeah. I think I, I, I kind of bored by it a little bit. I don't know if you like it or not. Yeah. I get, yeah, I do get you. So, know. I think maybe, I don't know anything about Ninjago, Ninjago. I think it's a good thing, I think. And then, because they're not going to leave you blind, they're going to give oh, you enough that you'll enough pick, you pick it up. Yeah, you'll you pick it up. So, I think that's a good thing. I think you'll like it more for that. Very cool, you tell people where to find us. Yes, I do. You like oh, we got an email. Who from? Um, some guy called um, John Lewis, and he, he was wanting to sell us some TVs and furniture and stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got some job. <laughs> we, we, some... we have been listening. We've got someone in Zimbabwe listening. We've got a Zimbabwe listening. I really hope we use it to learn English. <laughs> that would make me really happy. Uh, but no, we, we have people listening calls, don't worry about it. There is a few people. Just somebody fucking email us. Um, if you do Paul want, a question, if you do want question. to email us, um, you can email us at the number three beers in a movie at gmail.com and we're also on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook, um, the same number three beers and a movie. Um, so you can send us any questions you've got, send us them, any queries, let us know and uh, give us a wee like, um, a wee review, anything like that at all, just to let us know that you are listening, you do give a fuck because we do and it'd be nice to hear some feedback. Um, I've been Colin, I've been Richard and you've been listening to Three Beers in a Movie.